Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story. Hey, welcome back, we're at the Frontier Diner, having a great time, hanging out with Coach, and Lance, and uh, Taylor, and I don't know where Paul went, he must be working, but we are happy to be here, lunch crowd's starting to come in, and we did, in fact, smash some French toast, and it was really, really good. With Eggs, the, bacon. I didn't get any of that. Well, I had a piece of bacon. Bacon was phenomenal. Yeah. That's as good a piece of bacon as you're going to find in town. So, anyway, lunch specials happen today. Uh, Christian, the good news is, you know, a lot of times we're at a restaurant, you get kind of short in the stick, but just happened to fall on the Buzz Christmas party day, so they're going to feed you back home. So that's good. I don't know what they're Are they doing Corky's today or something? I don't know what they're doing. Corky's day. Yeah. Missing okay. out. I think we're going to be fine. I think that's we're going to be Joe just dandy. Good. He better bring us something tomorrow. Just saying. All right, let's do a quick red-white report, and there ain't much to report, but we'll uh, get to it real quick, and then we're going to talk to the head coach of the UAPB Golden Line women's basketball team, and they made the red-white report yeah. this week, oddly enough. The red-white report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Well, there you go. Uh, Razorback basketball, men and women, both on the court in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena. Sanford for the women. Lipscomb for the men. And the women start at noon? Yeah, 12.30. 12.30? Yep. And men the men at five. 30? 5. 5 o'clock straight up. Mm-hmm. You sure of that? I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I don't know. 12.30 and 5. Um, we have a pair of tickets to give away today. Oh, nice. Tomorrow and Thursday. To the men's game or women's game? The men's game. Why, why aren't you giving away tickets to the women? They didn't give us any. Oh. Yeah. Despite my protestations... They did not provide us any. That is wrong. It is. Um, but I bet if we ask nice, we can get you some tickets to go see the team that beat them a week from Thursday, if you want some of that. I In fact, those tickets are free. Did you read your notes? No. Maybe it's just for students. Oh. <laughs> UAPB is hosting Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And I, I thought you sent me a note that said they got, let's see, over here. UAPB host Ole Miss. Admission is free with a toy. Ah. So it's not free free. Yeah. Also asking everyone to wear your Christmas sweater. Do you own a Christmas sweater, Wes? Of yes. course you don't. I do. You do? We have a uh, ugly Christmas sweater party Saturday. I'm shocked. I gotta figure out where it is. The sweater <laughs> or the, the party? No, the sweater. No. It's somewhere in the back of the closet. Okay. I think. Um anyway. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to Coach in just a second. She's here. calling us. In yeah, Don Thornton will join us in a second. Yes, I just got a text. Uh, I have a little a basketball story here to share. Let me get this water out of the way so it doesn't end up in your lap. Um, John Morant in court. And I told Chris, and I walked in, I was like, is this the dumbest lawsuit in the history of the world? And, again, this is just a money grab, and I get it. This is the way the world works, and it's sad. Oh. What? Uh, Talia Scott was just named SEC Freshman of the Week. Okay. For the red-white report. Just right. thought I'd squeeze that in real quick. Yeah, thanks for interrupting me. Anyway, the point is... You were um, looking at your donors, notes. You were, you were digging through something. I was, I was in the middle of you. making my point. It doesn't matter. John Morant uh, is, was on the stand yesterday in Memphis, and it's it's all over a fight that he had with a teenager. So it's at... Is, I think it was... It's, this is at his home in July of 22, but I thought it was at his parents' home. So they're playing a basketball game, and the kid, they were do, he was checking the ball in, 
And the kid apparently threw the ball really hard and hit Morant in the face. And then they got they kind of bowed up on each other, and Jaw threw a punch, which didn't really hurt the kid. And then his buddy punched him and knocked him down. Well, his buddy got charged, and they end up dropping the charges against him. And now Jaw's in court. Basically, the kid wants a payday. It's a whole thing is ridiculous. I'm like, how many times do guys get in a scrap during a basketball game in a year? A All million? All the time. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we threw hands in basketball games. Not that often, but maybe ten yeah. over the course of my life. Yeah. I try not to punch too many times, but I mean, you know, it gets a little, it gets a little heated at times. Sure, you act like that game matters, like it's an NBA tryout, which it isn't. Um, why, why Jaw is playing with some punk kid at his house in the first place? I do not know. But the fact that this has gone to a court case, and he's like sitting in court, and they wanted him to show like how aggressive the check was. I mean, this is the dumbest thing I've ever. Why don't they just write this kid a check and go away? Can we just move on already? I mean, honestly, like, has anybody ever gotten in more trouble for two just dumb things in your whole life? He's in trouble for this with this dude, and it's going to cost him some money, I'm sure, at the end of the day. Because even if this doesn't work out, there will be some civil suit. Or maybe this is the civil suit. The whole thing is ridiculous. And then the whole, like, the gun thing, which is dumb anyway. But, again, it's insane to me. It's insane to me. Yeah, can't you do a non-disclosure in there? Yeah, you're going to get checked. No more talking. This goes away. It is... uh it's circuit court. I don't know if this is a is this a criminal deal. Well, I'm sure they're doing the criminal, so then they can move on to civil. Yeah, it's just absolutely idiotic. I mean, I, I want to be like the judge that hears like the and go, no, case dismissed. It's a basketball game. It got a little heated. Sorry, you got punched. You know what I mean? Jaw, you might want to throw him a few bucks. <laughs> Save yourself some trouble. It's so stupid. Anyway, I hate that. Anyway, let's talk about something that's cool. Uh, the UAPB Golden Line women roll up to the hill Sunday and beat Arkansas. And they actually, as I mentioned earlier, I guess I mentioned yesterday, they got to host them last year, which is cool. I mean, I, I love that the in-state competition is happening. And I know there was a long time pushback against it. And some people will say, well, this is why you don't. I think this is why you do. It's creating all this attention for basketball and women's basketball mm-hmm. in the state. I think it's fantastic. And UAPB's head coach, Don Thornton, joining us on the brand of Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, welcome, and congratulations on the win Sunday. How are you? Thank- I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Well, we are, uh, we're sitting in a diner, too, so if you hear a lot of background noise, that's why. But uh, we were so uh, happy for you and your program, and we actually... We've taken notice. I mean, I can't say that every show on the buzz pays real close attention to what's going on in the world of women's basketball in the state, but I think we definitely started talking a little bit about your team, and you guys have been trending in the right direction. You've done a great job from a recruiting standpoint, and your team has played well. Um, When you took the job and and kind of started getting things moving in the right direction, what's been the key the last couple of years in really gaining some momentum to the point where you've got a team that can you know, go to Fayetteville and not only challenge them but win? Well, you know, um, the support uh, of our administration has been really key, uh, really pivotal uh, in my growth um, as a head women's basketball coach here. So much, um, you know, makes your job a lot easier when you have people that believe in you and that that support you. And and for us to have that right now, it's just been beautiful. Um, Recruiting has come natural for me. That's something that that I think that I've always hung my hat on. Uh, being able to bring the best of the best wherever I may be, um, and so you know, I'm 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 really I'm really proud of that. So it's just been it's been great. Uh, we saw a lot of growth and development in the program in the five years that I've been here, and I think we are right where I I, I could envision us to be when I first took this job in 2019. I'm looking through your roster here, and again, you got a lot of transfers, and these are from schools like uh, Georgia. Memphis, uh, Rutgers, Troy, A and M. What's your sales pitch? How do you how do you sell players on coming to Pine Bluff that are transferring from other schools? Well, to be absolutely honest with you, I sell myself, my staff. Um, us being able to give these young women uh, an opportunity at a second chance to do the things that they love the most, and that's playing basketball. Um, you know, everybody makes mistakes, and a lot of them are in the portals, not necessarily just because of disciplinary actions. But it just could have been a, they they didn't feel like it was the right fit, and so um, you know I, I see those, those those kids. We we talk to their parents and and people that are connected and that's around them, and and we try to be be that voice of reasoning, that person that's going to be there for them, that mentor, um, and and that's been really great for us. So um, you know, recruiting is like I said, it's natural. Kids want to be told the truth. Um, it's the second time around they don't really want to deal with the politics and so that's something that we've really 
embraced and we've taken advantage of. And, and from there, it's, the success is now starting to roll in. You do not want this to be the highlight of the season. How do you build off of this win? You know, we talked about it today, uh, putting this behind us. As much as I want to be able to dwell and, and be excited, and I mean, it is monumental. We did make history, and that's something that, you know, that they will forever be able to cherish with them. But we really have to make, remain humble, put that win behind us, and focus on Ole Miss. We have Ole Miss coming on campus next week. Um, and in order for us to, to stay to do what we need to do, we got to stay focused and locked in. And like you said, our roster matches up with an Ole Miss roster. You go look at our roster, it looks like all these other teams that we played. I mean, we had an opportunity to beat Mississippi State three weeks ago. You know, we were right there. So um, I think that we, we're the, the train is rolling in the right direction, and, and the girls are, are locked in, and they really want to be special. So um, I'm proud of them. Coach, in the past, you wouldn't have seen Power 5 schools or, or, or major schools like Ole Miss, Arkansas, coming and playing against mid-major programs. What's been the, the deal with that? I mean, it's more of a trend than, than uh, I guess, what we had expected. Uh, I know you had Arkansas on campus last year. What, what's going on in the world of basketball where that's become something? What's the upside for a school like Ole Miss to come to you guys? You know, I think for, for a coaching standpoint, a Power 5 coach, to give their kids an opportunity to realize, you know what, look at all of the things that we give you. Look at all the resources that we have. And then you go and look at schools that's at HBCU. We're underfunded, you know. Um, you know, we don't get the recognition. We don't have a lot of stuff. We don't have training tables and all of that other and all the other stuff that a lot of these schools have. And I think a lot of times coaches uh, want to, to show their players what it looks like on the other side. Now, regardless if that's a positive or or something that, you know, is a teachable moment for them that's different. But um, but I think that's why you're starting to see it a lot more. They, they want our, their kids to appreciate the things that they have and what better way to do it, send them somewhere where or go play at a place that doesn't have half of what you have. And I think that that makes sense to do um, for a lot of coaches uh, that's coaching on the Power 5 level. Are y'all picked to win the SWAC? No, we they, they preseason picked us to finish third. How does that make you feel? Or how does that make your team feel? <laughs> uh, I think it's good. Um, I think it's it's a great place to be. We fell short in the in the tournament last year, losing in the championship game, but that was the first time in history that we had an opportunity to go there. Um, so finishing I mean, so preseason picked third, preseason predictions didn't really bother me at all. Um, you know, I've won four championships in a row in this league at Purdue, and we were never picked above four. Um, so that doesn't really bother me as much. But I think it, it fuels um, my team a lot, and and I'm thankful for that, you know, because they don't want to be, you know, overlooked. They don't want to be – they're working hard, and, and they want to be able to have the recognition that they do deserve and to know that, you know, people still aren't giving them the respect that they deserve. You know, like we were out, there was a poll that someone sent me last week, and they did the top 10 HBCUs in the country last week. We were not even on that list after coming off of a win versus SMU. So, you know, a school like UAPB, it is what it is. Our brand isn't as big as a lot of the other household brands, but uh, we do have something special brewing down here. Uh, I think we put the world on notice last week. Hopefully we can sustain some success and continue to stay focused and, move, and moving forward. Yeah, the only thing better than having a chip on your shoulder is a whole bag of chips on your shoulder, Coach. So I guess you guys got plenty to fuel the fire for your team moving forward. So uh, that's good to good to see. Um, you know, it's interesting, too. We've, we've had this discussion of late, and whether it's men's or women's, there is so much movement with portal and, and transfers, and not to mention you know high school kids coming up that haven't played for teams before. These preseason polls have always been a little bit goofy. Now they're just completely ridiculous. I mean, who in the world knows what a team is going to look like with all the movement of, of the players? I mean, do you put any stock in that at all? No, we don't at all. I mean, even even for us, you know, things change on a day-to-day basis. We're not even playing with our entire team. We're, we're, we're missing three key pieces right now. So um, the polls don't really mean anything. I think it's for, for more so for the fans and bloggers and those who, who follow sports from a different um vantage point than we would so um, i get it and i understand but it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all it's for idiot radio hosts like us coach that's what it's for actually so we're talking to don okay. Portnip, we're just well, tuning in well, we appreciate you all <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
Uh, head coach at UAPB for women's basketball, again, knocked off Arkansas. Old Miss coming up a week from Thursday. Um, so, yeah, tell me about what's their timeline. Are, are they, they back in the near future? The phone's breaking up a little bit. Can you say it one more time? You, you mentioned a few players that are missing the timeline. Do you expect to get them back at some point? Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, uh, we will have two of them actually returning for the Ole Miss game, and then another young lady should be back coming off of, a, uh, off of an injury after Christmas. So she, she'll be fully cleared then. So I'm excited about that. Fun as it was to go to Fayetteville, can you imagine what it would be like to beat Ole Miss at home and have back-to-back SEC wins? I know it would be crazy, wouldn't it? Like that's you know that's all that I can think of. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful feeling. That was the biggest win in my career, and and you know you can look at all of the pictures that were that's kind of surfacing around. Um, the internet, how the kids just kind of embrace each other. They embrace me. This is a family. This is what we do. Um, and they want to leave. They want to make history. So, you know, I, I definitely know that, that you know, that it's going to be a great game. Coach Yo is a UAPB alum. She has a master's degree from here. Uh, she's a donor to my women's basketball program. She's like a sister to me. I kind of don't even really want to play her, to be honest with you. Um, but um, it's something that that I look forward to, and I know that my girls will step up, and they're going to give it everything that they have. Hmm. I mean, I'm going to say the obvious. I mean, I don't want to go out and beat a donor, Coach. I don't know if that's a good <laughs> idea. I mean, that'll be good for business. Yeah, well, you know, she she believes in this program, and, you know, once you're an alum and you want to be able to give back, she's in a position to give back, and, and she's, done a, she's, she's written a sizable check um, to our program last year, and I told her make sure she bring a, her, her checkbook and her ink pen next week, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, talking to Don Thornton again, UAPB women's head basketball coach on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. You know, you know, to some degree, and again, I don't. It's it's really every school is like this, I guess. You're kind of representing your league when you're a mid major, and you're playing one of the big boys like you guys did. I mean, do you feel that? I mean, for the SWAC or even HBCUs in general, that uh, you know, it kind of makes a mark and sort of puts the world on notice that hey, we play some pretty good basketball here. Yeah, um, you know, it's 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 a wonderful thing to be able to showcase your talent in the state of Arkansas. Um, you know, we have a lot of kids that come down for basketball camps, our games that reach out to us that want to be able to have a hand in the program. And so for us to be able to have some of that success now, uh, we're seeing those wins in the preseason, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, you know, and, you know, we still have two more games up before we can tune up, before, to, to tune up before we go into conference. So we want to be able to put a great product on the floor, let you all, you know, let the state know that HBCUs, we're on the move. The quarter has leveled the playing field. There's no power five mid-major. you you got to really kind of stop looking at it from that standpoint because on any given night when the roster matches up, you know, and, and, and on, on paper you, you match up with them. I mean, we've matched up on paper with with Arkansas. Actually, we were averaging more points than them and more rebounds. And, you know, the, it's just it, on any given night, it's going to be who's going to play the hardest for 40 minutes. Hey, Coach Coach Thornton, I believe the guys uh, broke up. Thank you for coming on with us, uh, and we hope to uh, get you back on later. Thank you so much. No problem. UAPB women's head basketball coach, Coach Thornton, on with us. When uh, we come back, we'll have Pat Browley on to talk about Arkansas losing to Oklahoma over the weekend and their upcoming matchup with Lipscomb. Stay tuned. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. The Arkansas Razorbacks might have found their new quarterback in the transfer portal. The Hogs have inked 
Former Boise State quarterback Taylon Green, the 2022 Mountain West Freshman of the Year. Green, who comes from Boise State, entered the transfer portal last week. He visited Arkansas over the weekend. He made his commitment official on Monday on Instagram. Green threw for over 1,700 yards, 11 touchdowns, and 9 interceptions last season for Boise State. He also ran for 436 yards and 9 touchdowns. He's run for over 1,000 yards in his career and scored 19 touchdowns on the ground. He's 6'6", 221 from Louisville, Texas. Taylor Green signing for the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Friends, I believe Scott Romine could be our next super friend. What kind of powers does he have? He'll squat me unplugged every Saturday at 9 a.m. That's not much of a power. I can control fish. I'll make him a costume. Holy Buzz Radio Batman. Happy holidays from the Little Rock Athletic Club and the Little Rock Racquet Club. Two things happen in December. Santa Claus and 50% off all joining fees at the Little Rock Athletic Club and Racquet Club. Take advantage of this one-time-per-year offer. 50% off all joining fees. A club membership makes the perfect Christmas gift. This one-time-per-year offer is valid through December 31st. Don't put it off any longer and join the Little Rock Athletic Club or Racquet Club for 50% off online at LRAC.com. Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. Randy Rainwater brings Drive Time Sports to Conway this Friday, broadcasting live from the all-new Genesis of Conway, the only Genesis dealer in the state of Arkansas. Open now at 1075 Collier Drive. That's Drive Time Sports on 1037 The Buzz. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah, jump around, grab a rebound, and pump the sound. Big Rob, big man's in town. Razzle, razzle, yo, and I dazzle. Or should I say dunk? Dunk like Jordan, I pump. Pump, double, pump, double, platinum, yo. I'm taking up to the loop until it's time for me to go. So I suggest you sit back and check my flow, yo. Well, PB, it's uh, me and you while the guys try to get reconnected. They're on location at the Frontier Diner. So, uh, Pat Bradley. Yeah, Pat Bradley and Christian Weaver show. What a location. Where is, uh, is that in Woodrock? It is in Woodrock. It's off of I-30. 
Have they talked about what their go-to meal was going to be? I, today? I think it's uh, mostly a breakfast place, but you can go you can go there anytime. But they serve they have good breakfast. One hundred four two four I thirty. You're a man of many uh, uh, many talents. So are you an all all day breakfast kind of guy? Um, I don't mind. I don't mind having some uh, breakfast for dinner. Some waffles or, or eggs or bacon. I think it's um, I think it's something we should all go back to. Actually, have a nice uh, omelet to any time of the day. Waffles was one of the great. Uh, um, one of the you know the great things you can do is is have you pancakes, waffles, omelet, or a steak and egg. I guess you could do great source of protein. Nothing wrong with that. I, I'm of the opinion if something is good, I can eat it at any time of the day. Like I'll eat pizza <laughs> for breakfast. I don't care. That's a, that's a, that's a great idea. I actually had to. Um, I had a flight on Thanksgiving this year, so instead of having a Thanksgiving meal, we did a uh, a breakfast Thanksgiving dinner, which we've done we've done that in the past. If you get a, you know, if you're married and you get to uh, a couple of different, you know, if you get to do two Thanksgivings, one year we did a uh, a Thanksgiving brunch uh, at one house. And then, uh, you know, circle back at about 3 p.m., 4 p.m., and we had our Thanksgiving dinner at another house. It was sort of uh, the best of both worlds. Yeah, getting uh, two Thanksgiving meals seems like a pretty good deal. Um, so what's what was your uh, takeaway from Arkansas, Oklahoma over the weekend? A, a lot of us around here were pretty disappointed in the uh, effort. Yeah, you know, I look at, you know, you have eight assists and 13 turnovers. Um, so I, I think that is probably the most glaring thing to me. Um, obviously, you know, defensively, it's just, it doesn't, you know, we talked about it before, it's just the communication and um, you know, the positioning is not there, but, you know, and they scored 70 points and Oklahoma is a, a pretty good defensive team um, but you obviously give up 79 um, but I, I think you know the the sense of urgency defensively is isn't there um, but you know from the offensive standpoint just the uh, uh, you're not sharing the basketball and not playing together it's too much one-on-one you know your turn my turn kind of basketball and um I didn't see early on in the season. I didn't see that. I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I felt like it was the opposite. Um, you know, they, they seemed like that they were all on the same page. And leading up to that UNC Greensboro game, and then after that, it seemed like it all collapsed. So I don't, you know, I don't know if you see the same or similar, but um, you know, that's kind of the sense I have of them right now. Pat, you hear me okay? Hey, what's up, big guy? Hey, buddy. We're just hanging out the Frontier Diner, having a little issue here. And uh, Wes is moving us outside. We're going to set up outside. So uh, got a lot of folks in here having a little lunchtime. But, uh, yeah, I was frustrated with the game the other day. We talked about it at length on Monday. But, you know, obviously, as, as you often said, as Coach Richardson used to coach you guys, all sickness is not death. But this team is pretty ill right now <laughs> and trying to figure out what they're doing. And, you know, they're struggling. I mean, just, and, and, you know, again, when you mix and match, Pat, it seems like this is kind of the Eric Musselman way where it takes a little while for them to gel together. But these guys, you know, it was almost like it was just take turns. I think Justin Moore said this morning, just taking turns playing one on one. It was just hard to watch. It was not, there was really nothing attractive about the way they played the other day. Well, the, the, the one thing we talk about is, and I think we've probably spoke on this many times, is when you do have transfers. Uh, coming in, and it, it happens with freshmen too. It's just a sense of urgency. If you're a, a junior or a senior transfer, you, you kind of feel like this might be my last goal at this. So there's that balance of understanding to accomplish your individual goal, you know, in one season, but also the team goal. And so I think 
you know, Coach Moss has to really sit down and and and, and they talked. No doubt, they talked about this in the in the recruiting process. But remind these guys that you know you're only going to look as good as the team looks. Um, and and that's really what it, I mean. Right now, it's like it, it, it's it's they're talented enough. That's that's the thing that's crazy. It's like. I mean, you've got you know four or five guys who can go get you twenty five points, but if they're not on the same page, they're not going to go very far, and they're not going to look very good. What do you think's happening this week, Pat? I mean, you get ten days off; it's finals week. I mean, I know they're grinding on schoolwork, but and you've been there. I mean, what what uh, what goes on during finals week? How much work can you get done? Because I know you want to give the guys some latitude to work on their academics too. Ooh, I you know everybody's on edge right now because. I, if I'm right, I think Coach Muss had made the comments of basically like, you know, we're going back to square one. You know, we're going to have to make some changes of who's playing, who's not playing. So I bet it's, it's an incredibly intense environment. <laughs> um, and you know, I, I think I think he has to do that. I think he has to get in and ride them and and. Let them understand just, you know, none of, no one looks good out there. I mean, there's not one guy you can point to and say, okay, well, well, he's, he's doing a great job for us. Um, and that's both on the offense and the defensive side thing. So it's probably hasn't been a fun week. I'm sure those guys cannot wait to play a game <laughs> because, um, you know, any coach that has ten days to practice, they're gonna. Uh, it's it's definitely not fun for a player because they're gonna. You know, more practice time means, you know, more uh, getting yelled at, more running, more conditioning, and all that instead of playing getting, playing the games. You know, one of the things that seems to be missing, Pat, is a floor general. We're talking to Pat Bradley, brought to you by our friends at River City Flooring. Um, Anybody that you've seen signs from that you're like, okay, that could be the guy that's going to run the team? Because that seems to be a piece that's certainly missing. That was early on in the season. One of the first games, um, well, maybe the first game, you know, I watched. I think that's what stood out was they they played in a way where they didn't need that traditional – general, that one guy that you know had to put him into a set. It was almost like all five guys that were on the court, whoever they were, understood what they were supposed to do. Um, there was great ball movement, um, and from an offensive, you know, these are offensive-minded guys mostly. Jamal Mark, obviously, uh, coming from Houston, defensive-minded guy, but I mean, they all seem to be able. To get themselves in the proper positions, and they didn't really need that traditional point guard. Um, you know, looking back at it, and then looking at how they are now, you know, they're trying to do too much on their own. And you know, maybe Coach Musk could go back and watch, you know, have them watch that first game, first few games of how they all work together uh, instead of having to have one guy say, "You go here, you go there. We're going to run this play." Uh, they. And, and get back to that mentality. So I do think, I mean, you're right, though. It's, it's something that, well, we say it's fixable, it's early, and it is. Um, and I think probably Coach Muss's reputation of um, turning things around and getting them pointed in the right direction by February is what we trust in. Yeah, that's that's far more important than getting it getting it right right now. How about the SEC as a whole, on Pat? I mean, see some other teams get knocked off by uh, mid majors in the early going. What what stood out to you yeah. about the SEC season in the early part here? How about Ole Miss undefeated? Um, I mean, they go to UCF. You know, obviously, Coach Johnny Dawkins and not a, a you know a Power Five school, Power Six school, but I think Ole Miss right now is. Um, you know, they're sitting at nine and all. It's pretty amazing, and we know Coach Baird and how. If there's anybody who can sort of get a team motivated quickly, I think he may be the one of the best out there at it. And Alan Flanagan, Little Rock's Alan Flanagan, is having a fantastic season. 
Maybe he's playing like a first-team All-SEC guy. Uh, so I think Ole Miss stands out. I mean, they're playing fantastic. The other thing, South Carolina, sitting at um, it was eight, eight and one now, eight and two. That's an incredible turnaround, and you know they were picked at the bottom of the barrel. Georgia is having a nice resurgence. Um, Tennessee is playing well, and uh, they were, you know, they were obviously picked. One one of them picked to win the league, so they're playing really well too. So I think. Uh, the surprise is the teams that were picked in the back end of the SEC that are now, you know, looking to be. I'm not saying Ole Miss or South Carolina. They could win. They could, you know, heck, they could win the SEC. But um, it goes. To, but they're full of transfers too. <laughs> so you know, what, everything yeah. Arkansas and the coaching staff is dealing with. Those teams are uh, having to solve the same problems. Pat, I want to remind you, UCF is now in the Big 12. Don't forget. Still, we're still getting used to it. Are they now in the Big 12? Yeah, the Big 12. It makes no sense at all. Oh, my God. We're, I, I need one of those, like... <laughs> it's hard to keep up. <sighs> They're in the Big 12. Well, you know what? So they, get a, they better pick it up. Yeah. I mean, how do you think they're going to do in the Big 12? <laughs> Not as good as Houston's going to do. Yeah, Houston, yeah, they're in the Big 12. Wow. It takes some, get, it takes some getting used to. I know, I know. Well, what's uh, what's finals week go, like? What, I mean, it, what's that? Oh, finals week? Oh, it's, it's uh, it stinks, the guy stinks. I mean, with finals no, week, then, I mean, in relation to basketball. Because, I mean, they got, I mean, they, got uh, they got a game on Saturday, but it's not like they, they got 10 days off or something. I mean, they got a game to get ready for. Lipscomb was pretty solid team out of the the A-Sun. So what I remember is it wasn't that bad because we had uh, practice normally was at like 3 p.m. So you you know have your classes from whatever 8.30 to 2.30 or something like that. And but on final in finals week everybody had finals different times of the day. Right? I mean, you might have your, you know, you might have your, your math final at 10 a.m. I might have my history final at 1 p.m. So the good thing was you could uh, you could actually sleep in. If you had morning classes during finals week, you could sleep in uh, because normally you'd still kind of have practice in the afternoon because everyone had to take their finals. So it wasn't that bad of a time, actually. Uh, have you? I'm guessing you haven't seen any Lipscomb basketball. What's the key for Arkansas bouncing back? What do you want to see this week? I mean, what do you? Obviously, it's a game you're going to be favored in. What do you want to see them do this week? Well, I did see uh, Lipscomb. Um, as you can imagine, it seems like all these mid-major teams that we play. I think they make almost ten threes a game, a little over nine per game. So they're they're a high-rate three-point shooting team. I'm going to assume that they um, – that's one thing I did see, just kind of looking at a little bit of the numbers on them. So, you know, the great neutralizer is the three-point line. And, you know, getting out and guarding the, the three-point line has been obviously a, one of many issues defensively. The inability to uh, – it seems to me to effectively guard the three uh, – excuse me, the, um, you know, the ball screen. Was it was another issue, but they're a high three point shooting team. I mean, you, you, this is this is a game you go out there, you, you win by twenty five. You know, and I think again going back to trying to outscore teams, you just want to see that intense defensive pressure, um, and not just for ten seconds. You know, let's see it for forty minutes. You know, not twenty minutes, twenty five. Let's see it for forty minutes. Well, I hope it shows up, and I don't know if they're going to win by 25. I would take a win of any sort. Uh, I think it would be a tough <laughs> challenge for them, honestly. And they're going to get everybody's best shot because they still got Arkansas on their chest, you know, and everybody guy, wants a chance to go, knock them off. Before you go, big guy, what's, what's yeah. your order? Did you get breakfast food? 
We already had, okay, so I had French toast with strawberries and bananas on it. It was phenomenal. And now we're about to smash some lunch, but we're about to go outside. Breakfast uh, specials were, was really good. That was, the, that was the French toast. Lunch, Pat, here's the, here's the options. Chicken and dressing, shepherd's pie, chicken fried steak, and some great sides. you got black-eyed peas, cabbage, grilled potatoes, some great northern beans, you know. Uh, mm. I don't know if there's like some just like uh, okay northern beans is that an option? But great northern beans, and then uh, the, the, listen to this. Here's this. Here's the special today on the dessert: homemade chocolate cobbler with ice cream. Oh. How do you how do you like them apples, buddy? Well, I love them. I, I hope you I hope you uh, do get the, the lunch. I probably I don't know chicken chicken fried steak sounds good to me, and but I do hope oh. you get the dessert. She said that's a hot commodity. They will go through more portions of that than anything else. So that will be uh, that'll be good. That's what Taylor told us. So I take her word for it. She's she knows what's up. Well, have one for me, will you? You know, I will. I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> and we're going to step outside, do the show from outside, try to get a little better cell service. So I appreciate you, big guy, uh-huh. and uh, we'll talk to you before Christmas. So we'll, we'll we'll chat with you next week, and uh, hopefully we're talking about a win because if Arkansas loses to Lipscomb, there's going to be a lot of people flipping their lids. A lot of problems. All right, be good over there. Tell everyone I said hello. All right, buddy. And, uh, yeah, get updated on the Big 12. Pretty pretty good league, buddy. Pretty good league. <laughs> Kansas, Kansas is still uh, in the league. Yeah, yeah. We don't, Kansas. Still They're going to win another Big 12 title. They are not, sir. Go Cyclones. Thank you very much. All right, Pat. <laughs> All right. All right, see you later. That's Pat Bradley, everybody. Thanks to our friends at River City Flooring. Appreciate them very much. We're at the Frontier Diner. Got some folks in here smashing some lunch, and I don't know who's getting what. I may just go around table to table and see what I like the most and then order some of that. But we're going to step outside and do the show. So come on by say hello. Even if you can't come in for lunch, honk at us as you're rolling down I-30. We'll be outside for the remainder of the show, about an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, I know they'd love for you to come in here and take advantage of their lunch specials, 6 to 2. Monday through Friday, 6 to 1 on Saturday. And, again, if you're going to the outlet mall to doing shopping or maybe you're going to, you know, you're hanging out this way when they, they're going to open, uh, let's see, next week, right? they got Top Golf opening up the road a little bit. So this is a really hot spot to come in and get a bite to eat. It is, I mean, no fuss, no muss, and a great home-cooked meal. Forget about it. Spectacular. We'll be here until 1, though. And, uh, again, I want you to come by and see our friends over here. We'll be back in a second. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health. Oh, baby. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open in Lakewood Village. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all your favorite pub grub and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup. The best wings in the city with 11 different sauces. Or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts your weekend on Thursdays with karaoke Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North now open in Lakewood Village. Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's December 15th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are, just dial 8. 
888-888-888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's up with the beer? Way during birthday trivia, but you can also buy your tickets. You can buy your tickets. Get the women's game at 1230 and the men's game at 5 on Saturday against Samford and Lipscomb, respectively. So, snatch up your tickets, go see the Hogs and the Arkansas women, and support them. They need your support right now, you know? When they're kicking butt, you guys want to go. They need you now. You you know what? Sometimes you need them, sometimes they need you. They need you right now. So you better go over there, and you need to take care of them right now, like Taylor's taking care of us at Frontier Diner, where we're coming to you live from today. We're going to be here until 1, again, having a blast. Just moved the show outside. Taylor said, you guys got to get out of here. Can't stand it anymore. Beat Taking it. Taking up all of our tables. Yeah, get out of here. We're too busy. And so uh, we're glad to be here. We're glad to have Eli Craner on the line as well, standing by. So let's go to him. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Edgar Award-winning author Eli Craner. Brought to you by the Old Bank in Russellville. The Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience in downtown Russellville. Between hand-cut prime steaks, BLTs, or their signature lump crab cakes, the Old Bank has something for everyone. Call for a reservation, 479-219-5181. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and talk to our award-winning author, Eli Craner. Welcome back, sir. How are you? Hey, guys. Good. I like the new intro there with a little old bank throwing out. Have y'all ever been to the old bank in Russellville? No. We talked about that. We're actually at the Frontier Diner in Little Rock today, but when we go to Russ Vegas next time, we are making it a point to pop in there and check it out. I'm sure you have, yes? Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's the coolest thing. So it's actually like it was our old downtown bank. And it's like two stories. I mean, I really think every, every time we bring people in to like Russellville, I always take them because it's just kind of crazy. I mean, it's, and it's you know Russellville, Dry County. We got this big bar and there's live music there a couple of nights a week. Um, so yeah, we got a bookstore downtown and the old bank, and and I'm I'm a pretty happy guy. <laughs> we got basically all the stuff I need right right down in the pinball. Buddy, can't beat that. No doubt about it. Um, tough weekend for uh, for fans of, of Razorback basketball, Eli. So we're, we're again, starting to look for distractions. It's book time. <laughs> so uh, I know you were following along as well. I saw you hit me up on Twitter over the weekend, but it was uh, it was a rough one to watch. Yeah, this dude. Weekend, man. You, got your, you got your poem memorized? You, you drop it on, on air yet? No, I haven't. Um, well, hit it. Hit like, it up, uh, man. It's Hogs, all, it was almost Hogs, a haiku. Yeah, the hogs look lost. Musk got tossed. Fans get sauced. It it was yeah. a, it was a tough day. It was a tough day, you know. So I'm trying to light you. Resorted to writing poetry. Yeah. No, I looked at it and I thought originally you'd written a haiku, which is you know it's just three lines, five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Um, but no, you just went some free verse on it. Uh, and I yeah. thought, yeah, look at my look at my guy getting literary. I used to yeah, um, when I, I was coaching. A... Did I ever tell y'all about? If I told the story about haikus, no. I used to. I taught the staff in Arkadelphia. I reminded them of haikus, and I remember. So they had a blast, you know, because my favorite haiku is haikus are easy. That's the first line, five syllables. Haikus are easy. But sometimes they don't make sense, seven syllables. And then the last line is just, 
refrigerator, which is five syllables. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and, and so I taught him that 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 poem. I used that, and so we ended up. It was like back to school, you know. We were having to do all this PD, and I think we were in like a CPR train, and. They start writing their own, like, goofy haikus like that, and they're passing them around, you know, around. And I was just waiting for us to get in trouble, you know, one of the teachers, because I would have wanted them to find, you know, that we're actually passing haikus, not not um, run schemes or pass protection. Um, but, yeah, so that was it, haikus. My author this week is an Arkansas girl named Kelly J. Ford. Y'all ever heard of Kelly? No, sir. Here's someone who read anything um, and know anything. We're, we're very dumb. I know, I know. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. But no, Kelly's got three books out. Um, she actually lives like up in Vermont now. She's ori- originally from Cedarville. Um, and just the coolest person. Uh, but three books. Cottonmouth is her first book. Real Bad Things is her second one. And then the third one, which just came out, is called The Hunt. And they're all kind of set in the River Valley, like Fort Smith area. Um, which is which is cool. I don't know anybody really writing about that region. Um, but her first one, Cotton Mouse, was nominated for like the L.A. Times Book Prize. Um, and this last one, The Hunt, has got such a unique premise. It's, it's about an Easter egg hunt, like in this town, where like every year uh, somebody goes missing. You know, like there's this kind of this serial killer aspect. So they're all thriller crime stuff set in Arkansas, and Kelly is just. Just good people. Kelly J. Ford. What else you got going on right now? Because it seems like you're always talking to some group. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no. Let's see. I have coming up nothing really. I mean, the holidays shut that stuff down. What I've been doing, my only cool project that's going on right now is Audible. Um, and this is a thing that's still kind of it could happen it might not happen but i'm i'm trying to get a little pitch together um they do these things called audible originals which are like radio broadcast you know it's just like play but without with just audio and so i'm, I'm working on one that's centered around a darkness retreat which might sound familiar to the sport sporting crew uh, where like this big time quarterback you know holds himself up and then of course goes missing so that is i might have mentioned that before but that's that has been the morning's work uh, with meetings, so we'll see if it comes through. Very good. Well, listen, we're excited about your new sponsor, and Eli, we always appreciate the segments, man. It's always a good time and enlightening, and uh, we will chat with you next week, my friend. All right, guys. See you. All right, that is Eli Craner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, and uh, appreciate his new sponsor. And we will be back here at the Frontier Diner out on I-30. We've moved it outside, baby. We're soaking up the sunshine on a lovely Tuesday. Come on by and say hello. Grab a little lunch. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. This holiday season, I want to take a moment to express our gratitude to our valued customers and friends. This time of year reminds us of the importance of family, community, and of giving. Your trust and support have been the foundation of our success for over 100 years. And for that, we are truly thankful. 